0: Um,
1: Can I be really brutal about what people are wearing? Cut this.
0: Watch this.
2: No way! Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Cookie Jar Golf Podcast. We are wrapping up. The hundred and fiftieth open here at St Andrews. We're in Sander Clubhouse, the scores, the HQ, Jar HQ for the week. This is gonna be the last micropod that we're throwing out. I think
0: our listeners will be delighted about it. Which I think Tom? will be quite funny. Da- Daily pods is a cadence that's probably unacceptable, frankly. But I'm
2: joined by Sam Williams. Greetings.
0: And um we're special about high demand, high demand, high 2P, demand. Return, it's been Captain.
2: hard to get him on. James Day. James. Hello.
0: Hello, welcome to the pod. We've not asked before, James, because you've been a little bit stressed the last few days. You've been a little bit of a pickle. I'm
1: feeling quite tired now. Um, It's been lovely to be here, and I keep having these little moments where I might go and sit on the grass outside or something like that, and just think, just try and you know really take this in and how brilliant it is. But. We have had a number of disasters, and uh, but it has been great, and we've had lots of people here, and I think everyone has enjoyed it, and that's been lovely to see. Why are you stressed? I just wish I'd been one of them. Well,
2: Why yeah. are you stressed? Uh, yeah. What is your involvement in the Sound Club Clubhouse?
1: Um, well, we wanted, we always wanted to do something at the Open. Um, we had this idea uh, a while back to try and do uh, like a festival type thing at the Open, and to have really nice camping, and to get bands in and to do all this stuff, and then we fortuitously fell on uh, the Scores Hotel because um, one of our investors, our main investor, uh, BJ Eastwood, uh, has bought the hotel and um, they got their planning permission. They're going to do amazing things with this place. I think this will be uh, in a year and a half's time or whatever it is, will be the the coolest, nicest hotel in St Andrews. But um, they were told that they couldn't start building work till after the open. So when we looked um, and saw the massive garden, we thought to ourselves we could do that festival thing that we always wanted to do it's here. Unreal. It's unreal. It's uh, unreal what you've pulled <laughs> off.
0: It's one of the... I, I. People asking stuff. and Obviously, we've been here all week, so we've been relentlessly signing people in and stuff. And <laughs> massively flouting. <laughs> there's,
2: there's a ticket price, but we have
0: been relentlessly signing people, people in. You've probably had Few your people. money's worth, haven't you, you guys? Well, so we've been staying... Well, that, that's what's was going. <laughs> I've I, likened day. this to Wayne's World this week. It's one of those... you you need the madmen in the world I I think we talked about this when we did the the, the Euroclectic 18 but you need these madmen that sort of go build it and they will come and it feels like one of those moments like I, I, I turned up on Tuesday and I remember Tom saying to me James is not in a good space. He's not in a good space. He was stressed up to his bloody eyeballs. How was all I that? don't know if we've got a bed. And then all of a sudden, the crack den appeared, which, by the way, is an insult to crack dens globally <laughs> at the time. And then we, we kind of fashioned it into a great room and obviously you've renovated a lot of the rooms upstairs. <coughs> but the garden and the, and the shop and the, and, the, and the actual core elements of the clubhouse are amazing. Well, and we, we've sort of got into this brilliant cadence over four days, so much so that, you know, I just sent tom a a message earlier and saying it felt like about three years ago we met yeah we had a meeting a a
2: little while ago and it it did feel like it was every day has felt
0: like a fortnight recently yeah
1: well it's quite funny because (coughs) when like i say originally um the idea was just to do the event uh, and just to use the garden and have this space really close to the old course and I got quite giddy at that point, And <laughs> I, I literally can imagine. phoned, you know, I phoned you, my, I can I phoned you my school good. friends, uh, all my friends from the pub and Highgate Golf Club. Um, and I said, it's going to be brilliant. We're going to have a massive party. And the hotel's not being used. So we can squat in the hotel. You know, there's 32 the rooms. We can, House. Yeah, we can all sleep at the open. I think the
0: Branding <laughs> people got hold of that one. Well, though, didn't well
1: they? and then what happened is, um, you know, Tom Ettridge and I started to talk about it, good friend. And we just felt that you know there was an opportunity to reopen the hotel for a couple of months, and I think that um, it would have been very hard to do the event without reopening the hotel. um, Just because by reopening the hotel, you kind of get the kitchen going and you get all that stuff going. I think um, we would have just snowballs,
0: doesn't it? It's like well, if we're having that, we're having this. Uh, Look, you know, if I'm being really (laughs) honest, this is not a podcast about your hotel for the week because there's been far more important things going on outside the links and you know we're sat here staring at the back side of the rna clubhouse with its beautiful blue bins out on display as always as, as jeff shack would say but you know it has been a great place to hang the, the the rose garden has been a triumph
1: i mean it was it was a great place to watch it wasn't it but i think you know the other thing and i'm sure you've talked about this in all your other podcasts but you know, the old course is the sort of shining messiah of golf courses, isn't it? I mean, I know that the winning score was twenty under and everything, but Do you think that matters though? I really do because I think that it it upholds that sort of belief that people are coming back to, which is that this type of golf course is, you know, really. <laughs> yeah,
2: so <laughs> no, probably doesn't be, matter. But you though, don't right? think the twenty under matters?
1: No, I don't. And I think that there was nothing um you know, they're going to make birdies because there's lots of fours that they can drive and the course is bone dry and everything. But you've still got that lovely thing of watching them have to hit these very intricate, uh, you know, mid and short iron shots into greens where yeah. landing just one side of the hill or the other side of the but hill makes such a also playing loads difference.
0: of different shots as well. So like, you know, I spent hours and hours on, on Thursday behind the 11th green. I watched every player, Barb Bryson, lay up, of that green, put it into a position. It all funnels roughly to the same yardage. And the variety of the shots is absolutely unparalleled. Yeah. There's not a single golf course in the world where you, where, where you would see the elite players choosing that variety. Some of them were putting it from 80 yards short to the front yeah. edge, yeah, 120 yard putters. But also, don't forget,
1: it also delivered such a brilliant leaderboard. You know, of course, doesn't you work. Could, is when you it could delivers run a podcast a dodgy with this sort
0: of inside. It is incredible. I mean, the leaderboard,
2: like, for me, the par. In the words of D Square, Dan Davis, par is vulgar and twenty under par yeah okay it's a number they don't engrave 20 under par on the claret jug they right. just put the number on there and Gary Player they puts make his it, name in significantly larger font than the other players he does that's, that's another topic for another he day he does but they, they don't engrave 20 under par one and they just put the strokes that you shot and they could make the old course a par 70 they could do it easily they could they could Change a few bits and bobs, make it a par seventy, and then it's suddenly it's twelve under, and that looks more palatable. But I
0: actually think there's no point. In, no, I, there's I, no
2: point in doing it. There's no absolutely no point in doing it. The only thing that matters is does it deliver the best golfer, mm. and does it deliver the best climax of a tournament, and does it deliver the best leaderboard? Yeah. And it delivered hands down on all three of those things. It, yes.
1: it, it consolidates its holiness every time, doesn't it? Yeah. It well, really does.
0: 2015, maybe a slight, s- slight, slight hangover. Well, yeah, one. yeah. But. 2015, not a great year in the in the Open Cup. Well you
2: getting though. really salty? You just be upbeat about it on this podcast? I'm not well, no,
0: I, no. Hang on. Well, I think we have got to be realistic. I mean, you know, 2015 was. I don't think it was a fan's favourite. Let's be let's be blunt. Still salty, know. but what did no, you no, think? No, no. Hang on. No, it's a, <laughs> it's quite important context. I, I think you know a few people have said to us throughout the throughout the last few few days. Is it essentially you get to this point where the winner sort of races away with it before, the, before, well before you get to the the 18th green, and it feels like a little bit of a fate to come play. It didn't feel like that today, did it? I think it felt like. Do you know what? It was real cut and thrust, and and uh, you know obviously Cam Smith played the lights out golf, you know on that turn, made five birdies on the spin, but but it you know it really did produce the best champion. Cameron Smith absolutely deserved to win it. And, so I think in that sense, though. it's really easy to try and, you know, uh, it's weird, isn't it? You know, these major championship venues seem to have so much riding on who wins and at what bloody score. But it, it, for me, it delivered.
1: It did. And I've got to say, you know, I'm I'm really feeling for Rory. I, I just, um, you know, I did think today was kind of his moment. But also I looked at Cam Smith on about, I think he hit a brilliant pitch on like three or four and I just looked at him and his I just doll. thought, it's his. You know, his
2: putting is
0: absurd.
1: Yeah, but, but don't forget, he didn't putt well yesterday, did he? And no. he just came out today and just thought, no, not having that. This is mine.
0: He boxed he didn't. everything at the start of the back nine. Yeah. And like, I mean, it was, it was all going in the golf pit, wasn't And it's it? just, everything. I think
1: with Rory, I think the big factor is that he's playing with Hovland and Hovland's not playing very well. But, I also just think with
2: Rory just,
1: there's those fine lines with him that just stop him. I thought, you know, he's got a decent Saturday under his belt. I thought he's done, but. Mm,
2: Well, we uh, we sat here, (coughs) this may have been this morning or maybe last night, but we were talking about, I was talking with a few guys here and we said, it's written in the stars, it's 150th at St. Andrews and Rory's going to win it. And I said, well, look, Rory, statistically, and I moan about this every time time we talk this podcast. No, but Rory, statistically, it may be the first, it may be the second, it may be the third, but he throws in a seventy or seventy-two. He doesn't. He doesn't go four rounds lights out. So, if you're looking from a statistical point of view, it was statistically more likely that he didn't go a sixty-six again. Yeah. And it's just about you can't just keep going lights out. And Cam Smith threw in a seventy. What are you seventy-two it was yesterday? A bit The thing with that, though,
1: good. mate, is. I do think Rory should be able to keep going lights out. I do think Rory is the most talented golfer in the world, and the most talented golfer we've seen for generations. You know, and but do watching you think, him on do the range was today too patient. Was, yeah. do You know, I like just don't think that. I don't think that. Um, I don't think he's polishing himself and he's, and what do you he's mean by that? operating what? himself in the same way as Tiger would have done. You know, so Tiger walks on the range, and apparently I didn't even get to go. Well, down we were the, on the range. With didn't him. even get to go down the range this week, but. Um, uh, Tiger's still hitting the nine ball flights you know in his warm up bang 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 Rory doesn't do that I think They're I don't know for balls. sure but my, my speculation on this is that Rory stands there flushes a load of big high ones and he know, was flushing
2: big high ones Yeah, he, he, he was flushing
1: he, he doesn't he doesn't sort of um, groove himself groom himself into being the kind of ultimate golfer like Tiger would have done and, and you know ultimately yeah, having a big ego acts in lots of different ways and so for maybe for somebody like Rory it makes him a bit more arrogant I mean is, isn't that story about um, isn't there that story about when he hit driver off the deck in the playoff in uh, Hoylake on the first
0: that's me that's British boys though we're rolling back the years here. so <laughs> Pal- Pal- Palomine played British that's boys. a bit of a move isn't it <laughs> yeah I mean he went birdie birdie 17-18 leveled, leveled the match against Palomine and I think it was semi-final might be wrong on this gets to the first hole obviously playoff which you know for up, anyone that's played War up, Liverpool, War Liverpool. huge out of bounds on the right I mean you just can't cut the ball you cannot slice it OB you know particularly in that environment you know mates just put it down hit sort of I know in fact he didn't have the honour so Roy's just dropped dropped ball straight to the floor no T-peg crunch driver wild cut out of bounds mate puts five nine down and Driver ta- off the deck ta- is that ta- his own? Yeah, yeah. driver off the deck. I mean I like that. Mike puts five yeah, iron balls in. Like, Ma- like makes a cheap four and, and, and walks on and, and beats him. Yeah. Uh, he was two years older than him, to be fair. And uh, look, you know, he the story is not one of, you know, trying to bag McElroy. But theres an, there's a level of arrogance in that play that actually is quite addictive. And I see that in Cam Smith. And I think it's really easy to say someone said to me yesterday, said it's a brilliantly astute point. They said I really hope the winner of the 150th Open gets the significance of what they're doing. What we don't want is we don't want just a crap winner. So easy for that to come from a place of pure conjecture because you're sort of going, well, okay, so they buy into our brand of golf or whatever that looks like. But do you know what? It actually feels like Cam Smith is due one. It feels like he's just due a win. Yeah, he's been there for so long. I agree. Like, you know, nothing would have filled my heart more than watching Rory just, you know, Make eagle down the last and, and get it done, but it really was due to Cam. But he I just feel lighter. like th- 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 our last two major seven-footer putts on Saturday or, or Friday, and then holds yeah.
2: and he hold some putts yeah. today as yeah. well. But the he last boxed two, everything.
1: The, the last two major winners, Fitzpatrick and um, um, <laughs> <for me>. Uh <laughs> They uh, so tired. They um, they they've, they're great winners because when you when you see them at the end. You know, I really loved watching Fitzpatrick's reaction at the end. It was sort of pure joy. And the reason for that, I think, is because, you know, he's worked hard. He's consistently worked hard and he's built up to that point. And they really feel like worthy winners. And I think Smith today was like, he he was slightly different. He was kind of a bit wide-eyed and a bit... Um, emotionless, and then you could see once he got up to make the speech, it kicked yeah, in. Yeah, but yeah, you know, you really it almost get like feet. me
0: missing my son. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: I mean that was that was, that was compounding over time with alcohol. But I, but you, you do get to that point where it's like it just it just jumps up and hits you emotion. Yeah, yeah. like I've experienced that this week. Just yeah. Genuinely been away for a week and missing my son, but you emotion just hits you. Yeah, out of nowhere. What's right?
1: your highlight of the week?
0: Cool. <laughs> on a, on a, from a pure goal standpoint, I'll be honest. Actually, it was just The range time, I mean, it's hard following the groups, but it was really good fun watching the range today. And do you know who's a sneaky, solid ball striker? Who? Can't they? So we're there. We've got the TaylorMade Elite in front of us. Massive thank you for TaylorMade. Showed us around the.
2: Yeah, we got tour to look truck. around the Taylor. Yeah, yeah, tour yeah the auto It was sick. I mean, yeah, that was actually that was cool. sick,
0: but. You know, we're there. You've got Scotty Scheffler, Rory, DJ. I mean, DJ is just like, you know, a pure olive green silhouette. By the way, I'm just going to
2: jump in here. DJ, just to go back to your point, James... After he finished, like hitting like solid cuts, like all day, just cut, 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 high cut, high cut, high cut. This is but what he was playing
0: different ball flights. He then really just started
2: absolutely crunching stingers for a laugh, he was like, knocking them like, around neck like, high, like yeah, no issues, he, forehead high. Like, we, we there, your ears you're off. Sort of
0: like, you're, judging, you're always judging ball strike, aren't you? It's like who's flushing it, and yeah. Roy's going at the left nostril like with a four iron. Like I've never seen the the, the ball flight like it. Scheffler, yeah, footwork, it's actually not as mad as it looks on no. TV. It was cool, but it looked a bit, you know, if Rory's taking rashes of bacon out of the floor, Sheffler's taking pork chops, like it's much steeper. It's a bit sort of, it's much more on top Did of he it. Yeah, uh, you know, DJ's just kind of like dipping and just sort of quietly going about his business. But then every five seconds, you've just got this, like the ground's moving. It's Patrick Cantley? The guy's an absolute pure Crunches it? I thought he was a tapper, like I thought he was like a. I thought Till Hatton was like a poor man's Patrick, Cran- Patrick Cantley, but he's not. It's a fucking. Till Hatton
1: is a poor
2: man's Till Hatton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great. Well, that's good. That's good for our future. <laughs> that's that's a soundbite right there. But,
0: but Cantley was an absolute pure flasher, wasn't he today?
2: Yeah, uh, it was it like <clears throat> considering the, the, they were pretty much all, all rocking the same equipment. The sound coming off Cantlay, like we every time because like, he was to our extreme right at, at, in what we were looking at, which was, I guess, it was Sheffler, Rory, DJ, Cantlay, and we were we could only have been ten yards away, and Cantlay, the sound coming off these irons, it was like Christ, he's crunching the ball. He was like, absolutely. I just wailing. like you, I thought he just like a, you know, it's like a, well, we'll
0: get it up there I thought and we'll it was score. Good. Like I thought it was good golf when I've watched him on TV, first time I've seen Roy Rory looked the dialed though. Roy but did it was, look dialed. It, was, it was imperious ball striking. Look, we can't dominate a wrap-up pod talking about Patrick Cantley, who was a, <laughs> essentially a non-runner by the end. But Patrick <laughs> Cantley
2: stripe show.
0: Yeah, but it, but it was quite in, in it impressive.
2: That I was, I was quite interesting.
0: It, in hindsight, people are going to look back on this open and say, well, for a man that holds, you know, boxes over 200 feet of putts on Friday and then makes five birdies on spin on the back nine. Yeah. It's really hard to say he doesn't deserve to win it. I oh, know That's controversial. Did. There's no doubt. I was Roy heartbroken. Was the people's champion? I was
2: heartbroken. Br- that Bruce didn't was
0: speechless.
2: I was heartbroken. Bru- Bruce was gutted. But like, that didn't win. But Cam Smith deserved to win. Yeah. Like he was outstanding to shoot at 64 in a final round of an open. Cam. Is that's but the lowest round? You know, that's the lowest round ever in a, in a final, final round, round by at by the winner. Open yeah. at St Andrews.
1: I had a little bet on. Is, the, is that right? Yeah. I had a little bell and cam at Cam uh, after the third hole, so I was quite pleased. Too <laughs> after the third hole. That
2: was a nice... That was <laughs> so, so I'm going to gonna,
0: I'm put something on the table here. I think, I think one thing I will say is... Probably about Cam Young. We haven't talked about Cam Young. Well, we will do, but... Okay. Golf in America is, I think, to an extent, a bit more predictable. The ground conditions really do dictate performance. Over here, it's like we could have had a really soft few weeks, and, I mean, they would have torn us a new one. It would have been destroyed, but... This obsession with variance to par, and I know we touched on it. At the start. <laughs> it would just be so much easier if we just talked in round numbers to where they're at. So it's like I'd say, like I would actually prefer rather than saying you know, sub, you know, twenty under par or whatever. We were talking in absolute numbers, wouldn't you? Is that, is that is that is that an unfair take? Well, Wouldn't I th- that massively simplify I think at times you're this sort of square, whole open you're sc- road to discussion. A, it's a square pegging
1: round holes. You know each course has a different relationship with par. It's as simple yeah. as that. So, what, so why do we need that why relationship? Why par we put this arbitrary to, to thing? Uh, I, I think yeah. you're
2: just trying to, to you just trying to stir an argument. There's no argument there. Like I'm w- with you, James. It's like it doesn't matter if if the old course gets taken by 20, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Muirfield, you know, sticks to even because the rough is massive. It doesn't matter. It's just, well, the only
1: exactly. thing that that's a measure of, it's like, well, that's the, that's the test case. And the only thing that that's a measure of is how well, you know, the game and the equipment is being regulated and blah, blah, blah. And I know that's a bit of a boring conversation, but, um, I actually think that won't happen now because I live, to be honest with you. I think but golf,
2: golf is, um, I play you, or I play you and I play James and Sam. I play James, Sam and Bruce and I'm playing against you and I'm trying to beat you and I I can try that on a load of different pitches Essentially, like, we can go and do that. We can go to that up the scores road if we chose to and yeah. it's like who, who can get it in The drain pipe up the score and on the end of the scores road and see how fewer shots it takes it doesn't it, It's not about the course. It's about what the course provides to the players that's in front of Correct. it and like you said the leaderboard sh- showed that the best it brought out the managed. best players in yeah. the world it was absolutely jammed with bangers at them yeah absolutely and cam and cam young you know he, he had a tough day but that eagle we were down there we were, we were on the 18th that eagle up 18 was just like i know it's tough for him because he, he jammed that eagle in and then Cal Smith got like a couple of feet for, for birdie to to take it but that then piles the pressure on Cam it's Smith it's utterly
0: insane that you can be one off the uh get your mass right here Sam. two off the lead going down the last <laughs> and you make eagle down the last yeah it's just But they actually the other thing but I the, it's was a, you know it doesn't matter. like it's clearly a three and a three and a bit we've got the RNA stats here I'm sure you've got them to hand but you know the scoring average I mean it's it's clearly a bit of a three and a bit, and that's why par is, is just it's yeah. almost irrelevant. But it's interesting. <clears throat> the
1: other thing I thought was interesting, saw quite a lot of putting from off the green from quite a long way yeah, away. We did a hundred yeah,
2: yeah. yard putt today, yeah.
1: Uh, but we didn't see them hitting many kind of seven iron chips, did we? I didn't watch a ton of golf, no. but no, I didn't. No, no,
0: no, no, it was always either like a lot, a like a lot, lot of, of lot or
1: yeah. or a putter, yeah. Yeah, uh, um, There's no I don't think runs. they that's like not a that thing, thing anymore. But I would have I mean I can't remember what the shot was on 18 uh,
0: I think it's hard to what Rory had
1: on 18 surely that was a little eight iron bunty shovel well, we bunty land, the land at bottom grue. of Hilly run up you know
0: but you'd think I suppose how do you, the you control the launch though. on it it's quite hard to I think it's got you know, I've got no short game to speak of and never have done well before I was 18 but you know, it's quite hard to judge. Where's your land angle when you've got a seven iron on the back foot with, you know, 40 yards on... Land angle? What are you all about? Well, they, you know just I mean?
2: making it up as he goes along. That's
0: what they need. No, but that's what they need. They need to know where they're going to pitch it and at what angle, don't they? No, you just
1: hit the shot. You just look at the hole and your subconscious mind takes care of the whole thing. It's a path that's going to over go through the air a little James.
0: bit. I think you're oversimplifying. Huh? I think you're oversimplifying. And see, what, this.
2: speaking of simplification we had a friend I of think ours that, I think that knows Rory McIlroy, and uh, when he was younger, I think Rory was only about thirteen at the time, and uh, and he saw Rory chipping around the green, and a friend of ours went up to him and said, um, "I can see you're really good at chipping, you know." Oh, like it's, is, great.
0: it's a at it, County dance. Yeah. I see
2: you're really good at chipping. You know what? What do you? What do you? What we thinking about when you chip in you know how do you, how do you approach it and Rory is like a 13 year old goes, yeah. just trying to hold it yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how I, hold it.
1: I liked it I liked having Shaq here this week that was really great yeah you, he's cool you brought isn't him, isn't him in he's great there,
0: he's a big I mean, fan there are very few people in the game who just don't seem to have an angle other than just love golf yeah, yeah. like I think in fact bar none there's no one else I can think of where he just loves the game that yeah. much. I and think he he's the Tiger Woods of
2: golf chat. He
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> the goat the goat of
2: golf chat. He is. He is.
0: He is. He is. It's just it's just <clears throat> a, elite golf chat. He could probably and make, he delivers you know, it nonsense. He just goes, nah, you know. I mean and when we're sat here and he, you know, we were stood outside the back of the R and A clubhouse and he goes, The R and A don't want to hear it, but they you know got these blue bins out the back and it's like it could be so much better just Put a structure around them, make it nicer. They did not want to fucking listen to my emails. Did the emails. RNA catch light? I emailed light? them. They, they fucking hated it.
1: Did, did the RNA catch light this week? There was a fire engine outside. There was a I fire know. Was there for a little bit. Uh, yeah. the didn't they have done a full evacuation?
0: There's been a lot of things that got away from various venues in here. One of those is shower pressure at the scores. I've always said there's a great relationship with high quality shower pressure the shower pressure at this course has been surprisingly it's, high.
1: It, at times it's like a water lance, isn't it? It's like, taking
0: it's skin like you've off got 2000 Yakuza yeah.
2: on the back, just with the mini blades put in, in your shoulders. And there was a but
0: rumor that went on around the course on thir- on sort of Wednesday night that said that, that you know, the RNA, they'd lost the fairways. The fairways have got away from them. They were that quick. Well, I can, I can I can attest to the fact that the showers have got away from the scores. Yeah, they were they were they were. would lost the showers. They were, they, they've totally lost the showers. They're so yeah. firm and fast that it's it's, it's actually quite scary. <laughs> one one thing, sounder golf is obviously a. Um, I'm sat here. We're in our peppermint strides. Actually, I've, which got, are, the by stone, the way, I've got the I'm stones. I'm so slacks. happy with the strides. Like they are so. Well, I don't good. know if. Um,
1: People are just trying to make my glum face look a bit brighter, but probably. Um, apparently, they've been seeing people out around the court, quite a lot of people around the course with sound the logos great, on
0: there. They are excellent strides, and, I, and and the reason I I brought that up is, you know, I've got, you know, I'm really happy with this like fabric I've got on here. But fashion in golf, I feel like there's an inverse relationship between quality of venue, and player fashion representation and well, by that i mean justin thomas sartorially that, that. elegant 48 has, weeks of the, the year
1: There has been some honking clobber the course, <laughs> which, is, which is what we call it at work So I think I, I was quite
0: JT shot in the bed this week on, I was on, quite on the perturbed
1: by what he was wearing I think he looked like uh, a personal trainer he's,
0: he's a cool dude
1: Yeah I know but he looked like a personal trainer in a very high end gym uh, <laughs> who, had, who, who, uh, who had forgotten his trainers And had to wear his school shoes it, <laughs> You know, he was wearing the, the So the <laughs> he was wearing the black and Let's just let's just I'm not trying to um <laughs> put anyone down or anything but and I actually think Grayson is a really nice brand, um, but you know, this week I don't think it was their best week because what he was wearing was a pair of sort of black tight tracksuit bottoms mm. with a with a sort of quite slick come dancing yeah. polo shirt tucked into them and a pair of school shoes. With no socks, I think, <laughs> and I just don't think that that really is that really works.
0: Yeah, Richard Mansell, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: past of the part. I mean, you know, really, really hugging in above the above the ankle, little sort of sleeveless hoodie. I don't mind the hoodie thing. I don't. I feel like Adidas try and get on the soapbox a little bit with this stuff and go, no, it's hoodies. It's cool. <coughs> We're out there. We're doing hoodies, so that's, that's fine. But then if there's a crosswind the things in your fucking face when you're trying to swing. Like yeah, it's they're all over the
1: place. Um, yeah. It's, so just ba- it's just golfing bandwagon stuff, it is.
0: isn't it, it's really? It's all got a bit bandwagon I thought, I, th- I didn't think Adidas
1: <coughs> had a great week either. Um, the Dustin Johnson... <clears throat> green trousers with no, green belt. Uh,
2: oh, yeah. oh no, no, so no! I like that. Today, I didn't you? mind the that?
1: Olive, No, I'm gonna like push back. Well, no, no, I, I take, suppose it takes all types. Then that really troubled me <laughs> yesterday. I actually think
2: that's
0: why it troubled f- you. That sort of like solid olive. It bothered though. me. He, I didn't he like. It looked like you know when you go to
2: a to a fancy cocktail and they put two two green olives on a stick. That's what you looked like. Top and bottom olive.
1: Yeah, it looked a bit uniform-y to me.
2: That's why I think we need a sort of a really good. Cat lace trousers were had a high luminescence yeah they were good they were no, quite no, nice no, were like, sort of baby blue Chino no, look baby. they were like fluorescent blue they had a high but luminescence but I think we need that
0: sort of Stuart Hangerstad figure that is what's really your com- obsession with Stuart Hangerstad? with that sort of career amateur that's quite comfortable in torp chinos oh, and, and a high quality crit. cotton polo that might be sort of you know, you know, you know cross hatched or whatever but with a nice little small logo you know, real estate on, on the players is, is taken up with so many sponsors these days. It's actually quite nice Speak and refreshing. And Barkley Brown. I mean, Barkley Brown. he would be remiss to not They were selling out of Bucky hats. You know, he, he, it shot lights out golf as an amateur in his first ever professional event to give us... You know, he asked me if, you know, favourite moment of the week. To sit there and listen to him say, No, it's quite cool. I watched Love last night and I'm quite looking forward to Love tonight. And him sort of talking about his big ears and sun creaming. Maybe that and could and have made our, our week.
1: We should it. have just shown Love Island in the evenings <laughs> on the big screen. <laughs> yeah. it, it was so been good. Packed. It was so <laughs> good.
0: And it's like just you know,
2: ticketing <laughs> at the door for Love Island. And isn't
0: that the brilliant thing of an open championship? The field is wide open. It's not about world ranking points. It's about it's about making it accessible to to all standards of player. And I think that was cool. I was I was I thought that was a real highlight personally.
1: Hmm. All standards of TV viewers.
0: Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, but there were some, there were some interesting tour bags out there as well. Like these major tour bags that they. they I'm
1: sorry, Taylor Made. Don't know you might, you guys might say you like it, but the Taylor Made bag was honking.
0: You don't need to jump in on this. Look, Taylor made a huge
1: I know that you're huge. I know.
0: they we are No, 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 they T- are, are massive supporters of the jar. But why is it? So look, there's different approaches to Callaway's <laughs> always look the same, right, don't they? They always look that No, of, but they have the school thing this year. Yeah, but it's all the same shit, I think, Callaway. They they are always like those little sort this of... This is a very brand affiliate, this. Yeah, you know, sort of patterned across with different things, lots of colours. They always look like a pick and mix, the bags, I always think. Taylor made there's always a theme there's a theme that goes there the only thing I'll say about the theme is they seem to absolutely pull it out of the bag when there's a shit venue maybe that's their credit they knew Tory Pines was going to be a shit, open, shit US Open venue so what they do they pulled out an absolutely world class LA vintage look okay the one for the Open maybe not so much th- of a fan I, look, personal preference it was a bit of a, a bit of a urine chart but uh, you know it looked quite cool
1: I was a bit of a, I used to be a bit of a punter for the for the tailor-made tour bags from the majors and I've got some good ones I've got a couple here in the hotel actually they're in my room um, God I've, knows why. It, I've been using your shower
0: yeah. all week yeah exactly oh yeah so you've seen weeks.
1: them and that was the mar- I think 2007 masters that was a great one and I just do think that they've lost their way a little bit just a little bit you know they've all gone a b- they've got a bit space age on the angles and the materials I mean you've seen that old tailor-made tour bag I've got in the shop the old white one that was the first tailor-made yeah. tour bag that's a cool bag, right? James we'll Very it. heavy, you know.
2: Can they honestly have that much stuff in the bag that they they're not able just to carry a stand bag or a signal strap? So they need? I think there's that much stuff would push in it? the bag. Yeah, but I mean, a stitch would cover it. You know, I think a stand bag would do it. What would happen? So, if
1: you if you got somebody that was just a really you know great amateur or whatever, and, and they qualified for the Open and I they they it. wanted to turn up and uh, <laughs> carry their Mackenzie with a half, would they would they be allowed to do that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Barclay Brown with a McKenzie would have broken the internet in woke golf, There's <laughs> a the subsection of the internet that wouldn't have contained their excitement with bucket hats and McKenzie's. Yeah, in the, the bucket
2: player. hat was was a strong. Lot. We were, I think I was chatting with a uh, with a friend. A friend of the pod, and <clears throat> they were saying the bucket hat sales down near the open. You literally couldn't get one. I'm not saying the the Barclay brand no, They were like gone. It. They were you gone on uh, yeah. Friday. Absolutely, gone. you sell a lot of them here, don't you? It's uh, at the Santa Clubhouse. The Bar- there was a the scramble to were. say
0: could could we get. And there, I seem to remember a fierce debate. So, could, you know, we just spoke to Barclay. There's a chance I could get a bit of cookie jar bucket hat. Yeah. Well, we need to get a sounder, I said, well, I'm not quite sure about that, actually, James. I think we'll, uh, we'll reserve that for whoever gets the that. As happens, he, wasn't
2: just, he, had, he had some really quite elite bucket well, We them, might be digressing
0: dance. ever so slightly. I think before we round this this up, it would be remiss not to talk about Hovland. I think Cameron Young, not really paid much lip service there. And I think it was, it was a bit of a shame seeing Hovland today. Just Just couldn't quite seem to get it firing, personally, would be my take. I think,
2: I mean, it'd be interesting to get what you boys think, but I think if Hovland had gone a little low, Rory would have gone really low. I yeah. agree. I thought yeah. we might
1: get a duel Great between... That was I, I suggest that, you know, that's the best result, is that we get a duel between Hovland and McElroy, and I yeah. completely agree I with you. I thought it was
0: a duck shoot. I said it up there. I, thought, I think it's a duck yeah. shoot today. I
1: mm-hmm. thought the same, especially when we got up this morning and it was raining. Um, but I don't know. It, it's, it just, Rory the, is, is the, you know... Hovland's obviously young, it's the open. Fine. You need to put yourself in that position a few times probably before. Is there
0: a bit where with uh, we're back on Rory now, obviously, because you can't you can't just move from that. But there's a is there a bit of that's the fascination with Rory being this figure that you just you know he's got five more gears to step into but never does. Yeah. And that you want him to, but he just seems to just flat refuse it and keep high-revving in second?
1: I think there's certain players that grab tournaments. Um, and obviously, Nicholas was one and Tiger was another. And it's a bit like when people talk about Jordan Spieth and they say, oh, what a brilliant putter he is. And sometimes when you look at his stats, he doesn't look like he's that good a putter, but he holds the putts that, that matter. really, that really yeah. matter. When it, you know, there are yeah, moments when players change tournaments. There's also, I loved listening to that interview with Harrington, Harrington, Harrington yeah um Porrick. when he um what year was it when he won at B- Birkdale was that 2008
0: uh, uh yeah
1: um so he hit that f- I think it was a five wood on 17 and when you would look at that green I mean he's hit that five wood into a tiny gap and I remember watching the commentary and Peter Alice kind of saying it's crazy what he's doing now but when you saw him interviewed after the round he basically said, "I've played safe, I've played sensible to get myself in that position, and I knew that that was my moment to win the tournament." Yeah,
0: yeah, and he knew he'd Yeah, hit the five woods. And,
1: and that is, you know, that's the thing. That's that's what makes people win tournaments. It's, I mean, it's like Tommy Fleetwood. Scotland to seems to play himself out of
0: it. Like there was a lot of irons off tees today. That yeah. was quite sad to see. Like he clearly didn't back himself with the driver. In hand. I, I I, I, I disagree it, with that. I think he well, tried. No, I think he tried iron to attack. On nine, and uh, I could see. You could see there was a level of discomfort with the, with the dog in hand. And, yeah. You know, again, you would hate to say about the old, but unfortunately you had to step up and execute drives. Yeah. You can't play the ninth from 140 yards back. Yeah. And maintain scoring average. It's just too bloody hard. It's, just, it's, it's way too hard. Cameron Young, absolute flusher. Yeah. Actually could be a major winner next year quite easily wouldn't have to do much the guy's crushing it
1: yeah I don't know a lot about him but look it's been wonderful I think I think we'll look back on it fondly I hope we will Um,
2: are you wrapping up the pod for us it's been nice getting in the sea are are we going to talk about Filippo Celli at all silver medal winner
0: yeah yeah I, I think it's I, I, I haven't five hundred. I've got much to add there. My, five hundred. No stock it's a was well, in. congratulations to all, all my achievers in Barkley Brown right. this week. I, I genuinely like, thought we, we that was all. the. We were all. We were all. I well, think that I thought I that was the only hope for English golf at that uh, point, and I, I hope we look back on this and, 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 and realise the influence Barkley Brown can have on the English game.
1: I think we're about to go and have another almighty tear up, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking
2: of tear ups, so <coughs> if someone who has. Controlling stake in the Sander Clubhouse was telling me that there might be a cookie jar tear up. Well, I think um, tear up. I think it's not.
1: It's it's definitely not official yet, but it's not far off being official, and the noises are quite positive that um, we might be able to stay here and operate the hotel for August, which will be joyous. What do they do in
0: in that case if they want to stay in the crack den? What do they do?
1: What you won't have to.
0: They'll stay in a nicer room. Oh, yeah. Well, I
1: think what we'd, what we'd really... It would be a shame not to, wouldn't it? I mean, there's so many wonderful things about this week that, you know, getting up in the morning and sort of just walking across that road and getting in the sea. I mean, probably... I don't know if people know where the schools is, but we're, we're sat in the breakfast room and if you just if I look over my left shoulder... I could easily hit a knifed chip and run with a wedge oh, yeah, you no, could with skull no, no takeaway sure. and get to those blue bins. If you've got taste, chase 50 yards yeah, around we, the back. we could get to those blue bins yeah, that we're Mirabeau talking about, is, so it's, it's so quick. unquestionably
0: brilliant. the unofficial sponsor of this week. Yeah. I mean, Mirabeau Rose has been. It's been a champion of the the whole week. It's been quite
1: exquisite. I think uh, we've done 500 bottles, which is good. So, you know, getting in the sea in the mornings and, um, you know, being able to just mess around here, I think we should try and do. I think we would look back on our lives on our deathbed and regret not doing a bit of a sort of two-day extravaganza where, you know, we can come here and hopefully, you know, we might get all the rooms sold so we've got the whole place and um, we can play golf and we can have dinners and we'll keep the garden nice we'll get some fire pits it'll be tremendous well James it?
0: given this is clearly your podcast what, what, what would you like those people to do message you or us or what
1: I'll, we'll put something out when we've got to figure it all out
0: oh, right okay we'll <laughs> put
1: something out together
0: but people will be quite keen at this point listening to it that sounds good do you yeah. want them to well, message well, we'll just your eye on on keep your eye on the Cookie Jar we need on one, the one Sounder, socials. Sounder or Cookie Jar who do they message
2: uh, they can message you guys. We all work together, don't we? We do it. We work together. But James, it's I think been, it's been
1: brilliant. We've, um,
2: run, we've run podcasts out of this hotel. We've run Q and As out of this hotel. Eric Anders Lang has been here. He's been doing similar things. And I think we would all officially like to thank you, and the sound crew, and Tom Ettridge and everyone here that's done such an amazing and job and I absolutely smashed it. We can well. just Some keep it throughout the school.
0: Coming and helped you this week from you know the university and the people that have helped out on the door and in the shop there's a lot of there's a huge amount of unsung heroes like you've taken on something here that was not it was not particularly straightforward this was not a lift and shift <coughs> i've taken on a fully functioning hotel and i'm just going to run events out of it yeah like this was complex hugely complex the staff have worked endless hours to your ridiculously difficult specification you've been an absolute terrible boss frankly for the entire week but it would be remiss not to say what a a brilliant job they've done in hosting for what I think is what exactly the game is about it's memorable events with like-minded people and it's been it's been incredible, and, and and thank you for. It's been great. Look, yeah. it's been
1: great having you all here, and it's been. Uh, I'd, we, we won't forget it for all, for different reasons. But you know, having you guys at the front yesterday, and and Dan walking past with his eighth bottle of rose as the rose champion for the year, uh, is just you know it's been magical. So thank you very much and I agree with you you know the staff here and the people that have helped us uh, have been amazing have they the have absolutely well. worked I their socks off I know daily pods so. are a bit much so yeah.
0: if, you've, if you've kept up with them you well, then, with it. well and done. if you haven't then just skip through the ones you'd like but uh, until then do you want to say adios? adios watch this